Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And the gun is Hurts. Sanders behind him. This time, Hurts gives it off, and he runs with the football and keeps it and takes it across the five and rolls down to the two. And is he in? Yes! He is. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts! That's magic. A great fake to Sanders, and then he kept it and ran around the right end and took it 26 yards for a touchdown. Little sleight of hand, Mr. Reese, oh, I think he had you fooled. Oh, he had, me, <laughs> he had the Vikings fooled. And that's the Jalen Hurts we love. Oh, yeah. I like that Jalen Hurts. So I'm going to ask Ray Didinger, who joins us now, always an honor, my pal, my colleague. Ray, are we going to get to see that Jalen Hurts in the postseason? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? Uh, you know you're going to get to see Jalen Hurts, but are you going to get to see that Jalen Hurts? Or are you going to see the Jalen Hurts that closed out the regular season? I don't know. I don't know. And that's, you know, that's the overarching question about the Eagles team. I mean, when Jalen Hurts was that Jalen Hurts, um, the Eagles were the best team in the NFL. And it really, it really wasn't even close. Uh, but ever since that game in Chicago, and ever since uh, they had injury, um, there's there there are real questions to be asked, and we're not going to start getting any real answers until next week. Ray, Glenn and I were talking earlier in the show about the kind of relative apprehension that we're sensing in the Philadelphia area about the Eagles now, and how it compared to what happened in 2017-18, where they were underdogs, and it seemed like everyone in the area just kind of embraced them wholeheartedly and uh, turned their hearts over to them. What's your sense? You know, talking to people, you know, just your finger on the pulse kind of thing of how people are approaching uh, this first playoff game next week. Yeah, I know. Um, that's uh, it's the same. Uh, I know exactly what you're saying. But this to me is much more like the um, the T.O. year. You know, uh, you're right. I mean, a couple of years ago when with the Wentz injury. Um, they became the underdogs to the point where they wore the masks and everybody began referring uh, to them like on. that. And they, they, I want to say, I have a photograph of Ray Dinger wearing one of those masks. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sit, sitting, alongside you who were, oh, yeah. sitting alongside you who were also wearing one. No doubt. We were in the bread aisle at Zally's Supermarket, as I recall. No, <laughs> enjoying it immensely. Yes, no, we were. No wonder <laughs> Christy Brinkley wanted to go to lunch with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, sorry. So, I, I interrupted so the flow, yeah. 
No, no, that's okay. Um, that's perfectly fine. Um, but th- that was a whole different thing. I mean, that, the underdog thing became their, identif- their identity, and the whole city got behind it, and it took them all the way to a championship. To me, what, what the people are feeling now is much more akin to the T.O. year, when uh, they were, again, a, a lot like this year. They were the best team in the league all the way through, and then you got into December, and then your star player goes down with an injury, uh, and there's a question of whether he's, he's going to come back at all. And um, then there's the layoff, and then you go into the playoffs. And I remember doing our Saturday show um, the day before the Eagles were going to play the Vikings in their first playoff game that year, um, and tremendous apprehension, you know, because you know, how are they going to be? It's, you know, it's what a pity. They had, they had this great team, and now T.O.'s hurt, and now we can't do it. And, and um, that's, the, that's the feeling I have. It's much more like that is the, um, boy, it was a great year, but now I don't know where we're, I don't know where we're going to go. Yeah, there is trepidation. I think it's much more akin to that than – than what it was in 2017. Okay, so that can be quickly erased, of course, next week when they play their first game. I guess there's four potential opponents. It could be the Seahawks. We don't think it's going to be the Seahawks. Maybe it's the Giants, who I think could certainly beat Minnesota, or it will be uh, one of the evil empires, Tom Brady or the Dallas Cowboys. Who do you think it's most likely to be? I, I think it's going to be the Giants. I think I think, the, I, I, I think the I think the Giants are going to beat the Vikings today. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the I'm going with the upset there. And you know I don't know how much of an upset you know I don't know really how much of an upset it is if you've anybody that's really followed the Vikings this year uh, and you've seen them. They've gotten to thirteen and four in a very curious mm-hmm. <laughs> way, uh, and you know there's always the feeling: you know, how many of these, how many games can they win in the last minute? I don't, I, I don't know, but you know there's there's a history in the wild card round that um, that sixes beat threes all the time. Um, it, it's almost like it, wild card in the NFL round is almost like the NCAA basketball, where twelves beat fives yeah. all the yeah. time. You know, that's that's always that's always the killer bracket where the underdog always seems to win. In the NFL wild card, it's six and three. Um, and over the last five years, eight times uh, the six has beaten the three. Wow! Uh, and so, um, and, Wait, would that and be I don't eight know, out of eight times out of ten games? Then eight out of ten. Wow. Okay. Which is, I, I, know, I know, you know, I mean, there are trends that there are trends that kind of resonate and there are trends that are just kind of stupid. You and I talk about that all the time. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, this one to me has some significance, and I think there's some real history here that makes some sense, especially when you look at these two teams, uh, and especially the way I look at it. You know, when you look at the Vikings, really the Vikings, it comes down to Kirk Cousins. Is Kirk Cousins, is Kirk Cousins going to have a good day, or is Kirk Cousins going to be Kirk Cousins, you know? And um, when you've seen them this year, when they've gotten blown out, I mean, it's been largely because the quarterback play was so poor. And it all, with him, it always begins with just pressure. If he just can stand in the pocket and feel real comfortable and look down the field and throw the ball, he can be really effective. But he does not handle – and this has been true forever with him. He does not handle pressure well. And if you get after him early uh, and throw him off his game and you get him nervous and jumping around in the pocket and forcing throws – Things can get really bad, and and you know the Giants have the, the Giants have Wink Martindale calling the plays, and he's I mean he's Buddy Ryan 2.0. I mean he's going to he's going to be coming after him from the minute he gets off the bus, and so you know, does Wink Martindale get in Kirk Cousins' head early today? 
If he does, I think the Giants have a real good chance of pulling off the upset. All right, Ray, so let's take the other side of this. Let's assume for the sake of argument that Cousins handles the pressure that Martindale's going to bring, as you said, and the Vikings win, which set, sets up a situation where the Eagles would have to play the winner of Cowboys-Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I have a strong kind of feeling about who the Eagles would probably rather face. The question to you is, number one, who do you think wins that game? And number two, and kind of more relevant to everybody who's listening, who would be the better matchup for the Eagles to face? Who would be the better opponent? Yeah, um, <laughs> it's, real, it's really funny. I was talking to Ron Jaworski this week and uh, asked the same question. Uh, and Ronnie, of course, said, oh, I want the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is, which is uh, a lot that. of that is just his, his old, sure. you know, I mean, he's flashing back to 1980. Um, to me, honestly, I, I think I, if in that game, Monday night game, which is going to get a monster TV number, I can't wait to see what the TV number on that one is. A standalone game with, you know, with America's team against America's quarterback. I mean, that's, that's going to get a huge audience. I, I like the Cowboys in that game. Uh, I just don't know that Brady's. I, I know he, you know he's the master of getting the ball out fast now. I mean nobody gets it out quicker. But I just don't know if his offensive line is good enough to hold up against a Cowboys team that can get a lot of pressure. I just uh, I know Prescott has been on a really bad stretch now, uh, and I mean he's turning the ball over at an alarming rate. Uh, and and you know maybe he has one of those nights. But I just I just look at that Cowboys pass rush and I look at the Bronc, uh, the Bucks offensive line, and to me it just even though the game's in Tampa, to me the game just tilts Cowboys. And but as far as who would I for the Eagles a matchup? I think the I, I, if you're the Eagles, I think you got to hope that you get the Bucks. Would yeah. you because rather? Cowboys, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, because I mean look at I mean. The Cowboys, the Cowboys have beaten the Eagles eight of the last eleven, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and so I mean it's I mean nobody likes to say it around here. It's kind of like the dirty secret about, but the Cowboys kind of have the Eagles number right now, uh, and so if you got a choice between a team with a bad offensive line, no running game, and a forty-five-year-old quarterback, even though he's a great one, versus a team that's beaten you eight out of the last eleven, I'll take the forty-five-year-old quarterback. I hear that. So I'm going to change the topic a little bit. There uh, has been some conversation in the last week that both of the Eagles coordinators, Jonathan Gannon and Shane Steichen, uh, are being considered for head coaching jobs. Do you think, Ray, A, they would make good head coaches, and B, that they're ready for that kind of job? Uh, boy, I mean, yeah, the talk is really strong. Uh, I mean, some of the people, you know, I still talk to people around the league, and uh, – they are, they are very hot candidates. Um, I I think you're probably likely. I don't know if you're going to lose both, but I think you're very likely to lose one of them. Um, and as head coaches, I don't know. I, I I just I just don't have that great a feel for them as guys. You know, I haven't been around them enough to have uh, a sense of how strong of a, you know, the it factor uh, do they have. I think they're good coaches, uh, and what they've accomplished here is is pretty admirable. Uh, I mean, I think the work that Shane has done in bringing Jalen Hurts along is is the thing that has really vaulted them into people's minds about if you're going to develop a young quarterback, gee, you look at what he's done with Hurts. I think it's, it, I mean, that's why his stock is on the rise. And Gannon, you know, I know there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there are a lot of people that aren't big fans of Jonathan Gannon, but it's hard to argue against the numbers. 
So um, I think they're both very strong candidates, but I, I, I don't have a real, I haven't been around them enough to have a strong sense of their personality and their ability. Can they, can they transition from coordinator to head coach? Because it's, it's, it's different. It's different. I mean, I've, I've been around a lot of guys over the years um, that I met them when they were coordinators and interviewed them and walked away and said, man, that guy's going to be a head coach, and he's going to be a good one. You just feel it. I mean, they just project it. It's the way they own the room. I mean, uh, and, you know, I've, to me, a perfect example was Mike Holmgren. Mm. I mean, the first time I was around Mike Holmgren when he was the quarterback coach slash OC in San Francisco under Bill Walsh, I mean, the first time I met Holmgren and saw Holmgren handle himself in a press setting, I just said, yeah, this guy's going to be a head coach. I mean, and, and he's going to be successful. Um, and it didn't take long. I mean, it took one session, and I just felt it. I haven't been around these guys enough to know it. Uh, but I think, there, I think there's not much question they're going to get the opportunity. If it's not this year, it's going to be soon. Right. Glenn and I have kicked around uh, with the callers so far this morning uh, a discussion about Jalen Hurts and kind of more broadly the way teams have to build their rosters now in the modern NFL with a salary cap and taking advantage of a quarterback on his rookie contract and the possibility that teams might start trying to cycle through quarterbacks uh, to keep that position cost low so that they can build excellent teams around them and then if you get a Mahomes or a Brady or a Rodgers you pay him a lot of money what's your take on this and where do you think it's going throughout the league and and maybe what do you think will happen with the Eagles and Hurts I mean my position would be they're going to have to pay him and they're just going to have to to roll and hope that he uh he becomes the quarterback that he's and stays the quarterback he's been this season yeah, it's, it's, Hertz is. I, I agree. They don't have much choice. I mean, with the with the way he's played, uh, certainly with the way he's played this year, um, you have to commit to him long term. And I, I would expect that to happen in this off season. There are probably some people that would say, "Well, let him play out the last year, and you know, let's have the advantage of that last year on the rookie contract, and use that money to bring in some more good players." And you know, he knows he's going to get paid down the road. We'll just promise him that we're going to be we're going to make good for him a year. Well, no, I don't know if it works that way. Yeah. You know, I think with the year that he's had this year, and especially, I mean, my goodness, especially if they go on and they go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, uh, and he caps off the year, then then that deal gets done. But he's. Um, but I think I think the point that you're kind of making here, Mike, is that he is a different kind of investment because of the way he plays. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, he's, you know, he's not Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not he's not a quarterback in the traditional sense. I mean, he's the way he runs this, the way he plays, and the way he runs this offense, and and what this offense means, and how it sets up everything else about this Eagles team, um, is a guy who he's at risk. I mean, he he really is at risk. And as a team, are, are, are you going to make the kind of long-term, multi-year, multi-million dollar investment in a quarterback that has to play the way this guy plays? You know, is that really a sound, quote-unquote, investment moving forward? Because to be Jalen Hurts and to be as effective as he is, he has to play the way he plays now. And can he sustain that? And how long can he sustain that? And then what does that mean in terms of his economic viability moving forward? These are all discussions, I assure you, these are all discussions that are happening within the building down there now because they know they have to sign him, and they know they have to reward him for what he's done. But it becomes a much trickier kind of investment when you see the way this guy plays. I mean, a guy that's going to be rushing for 700, 800, 900 yards a year and taking the kind of hits that he's been taking, you know, how much can you invest in him and how many years can you trust that investment? 
I don't know what choice they have. No, I don't. I don't know I, they I, have a choice. I, mean, I don't gonna, know. They, I don't know. Yeah. They, no, do I don't it. know. I don't. They, they. Well, to be frank, they don't have a choice. Right. The question is. The question is. Okay, you're going to have to reassign them, but how do you structure that investment, yeah. and how much are you prepared to pay? Because trying to negotiate a contract and project the future of Jalen Hurts is far different than trying to do that with Patrick Mahomes. Agreed. All right, couple quick questions. Because um, I know how you're going to feel about this. So uh, the Chiefs have the bye this week. The Bills play the Dolphins, who don't have Tua. Uh, Cincinnati certainly in the mix. But it looks like it could be, well, if it's Bills Chiefs or, or Bengals Chiefs, it's going to be in Atlanta in a dome. Uh, neutral site. And there is a movement now among some owners in the league to have the championship games, not just the Super Bowl, but the championship games be at neutral sites. If they consulted Pro Football Hall of Famer Ray Didinger on that, what would you say? Don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. I'm. I'm okay with. I'm okay with the Super Bowl. I'm okay with the Super Bowl being a an orchestrated, pecked ahead of time rotation kind of deal. Just because. I mean, it's 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 such it's, it's such an enormous event. I mean, it takes years to plan one to execute it. You can't. You can't figure out you're going to play the Super Bowl next week. Okay, let's start getting ready. You know, I mean, it's it's such it's such a mammoth event that you need years to prepare for it. So I understand why the Super Bowl has to be planned ahead of time. But the conference championship games, I think they should always have a home field advantage. I just I just think they should. Now this year you're, you have a very unusual circumstance that kind of dictated what we're facing here now. But going forward, no. I, I, I'm not in favor of that. And I know baseball has talked about, you know, in, now that we've got World Series is playing into November, uh, and there's always weather issues, would it be better to play the World Series in neutral sites where you're going to be guaranteed? No, I wouldn't want to do that. I, I think you have to maintain the atmosphere of, of the home fan and the home field advantage for as long as you possibly can. Super Bowl, I understand, is a, is a special case. But other than that, no, I'm not in favor of it. By the way, one of the things, I really like Wild Card Weekend because there's always unexpected things happening, and there probably will over the course of these next three days. But one of the reasons I think this is going to be really a lot of fun is you're, you're going to have seven quarterbacks making their first postseason start. Yeah. And I think that I think that I think I think that takes the un- unpredictability factor even higher. I mean, as unpredictable as this weekend typically is, the fact that you have so many quarterbacks that are going to be starting their first postseason game, that I th- I just think it's going to I just think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm with you, Ray. I don't like the trend in sports toward everything being homogenous. You know, we've seen it in baseball, for instance, in the style of play that everybody swings for the fences and home, you know, tries to hit a home run, and everybody wants right. pitchers who throw 95 to 100 miles an hour. It's why I'm a proponent of the rules changes that are coming next year. And I would feel exactly the same way about the championship games. If, if they're played in snow and that favors one team over the other, well, that's the way it goes. Uh, those make for games with character and make for games that are memorable. Um, and if a dome team gets there, then a dome team gets there. But I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't think that's going to get a whole lot of traction. That idea, I, I just don't think. I just don't think anybody. I mean, you might have a few people that think it's a good idea, but I don't think it's going to be enough to carry the day. All right, Ray. Uh, I am looking forward to seeing you this coming Thursday. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be at Conchock and Brewing Company, uh, Puddler's Kitchen. It happened, by the way. They finished work on the bridge, everybody. <laughs> so I know you guys who came last time, the traffic was just hideous, and it's been that way for a while. 
That's done. The traffic is cleared. I'm hosting a released party for Mike and Merrill Philly Special Hazy IPA at Public Staffing Kitchen by Kachak and Brewing, 3 to Cap Street in Bridgeport. The pep band's going to play. Ray's going to sing with the pep band. I don't know about I that. I am? We'll see. I'm going to host a Quizzo-like uh, Eagles trivia contest. Mike said if somebody can grab you to be on their team, they're going to win, I suppose. <laughs> and uh, Ray is going to have copies of all of his books, certainly the Eagles Encyclopedia. And uh, I always appreciate, Ray, when you come out there and the people love to see you. Oh, listen, I always, I always enjoy going to the, uh, your place in Bridgeport. It's really, it's really, it's really a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad to hear the bridge was fixed because that was not fun. No, that's but, not. Uh, no. I'm, 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 def- I'm definitely looking forward to ha- hanging out with Merle and Mike. On uh, we, were, I, we, I was just with them for one of the. Uh, they're, they're not going to be there. Lunch. The beer's going to be there. They're yeah. not going to be there. <laughs> oh, they're not going to. But be the there. pep band so, well, will. The pep band Ray will. They'll sing to you. Well, no, no wait, 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 no, no, no. There was a promise made. There was an implicit promise made during this interview that Ray was going to sing with the pep band. And I have to be honest. I have always thought of Ray Dittinger as the Roy Orbison of the Philadelphia media. <laughs> Sports media, so I think this has to happen, Ray. Mm. Um, we'll uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no pressure, uh, Ray. Again, I look forward to seeing you then, and uh, I know people always love the opportunity to get your great books. And so we'll talk to you then. I look and forward to that, and I would, and for all your listeners, I would recommend highly uh, that they read Mike Sealski's column. Uh, it's, it's in the Saturday paper, and I guess it's probably going to be also in the Sunday paper, talking about the very thing we were talking about: is who does a Philly fan root for? in a Dallas Buccaneers game. It's very well done, Mike. Oh, thanks, Ray. I appreciate that. Ray, always a pleasure, and uh, delighted that you're going to be with us through the playoffs, pal. Take care, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Ray. Bye-bye. We will see you then. There you go. It said nice things about your column, which is terrific. Checks in the mail, Ray. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There you go. 215-592-9494. We'd love to hear from you. We ought to talk more about that column. Let's do that. Okay. Uh, Coming up, the What We're Watching, I found a great, documentary this week. I know you started on it. Mm -hmm. We'll talk a little bit about that and take your calls at 215-592-9494. Mike Sielski, Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh. 